You're listening to Engage Arizona, public policy for daily life. This is going to be a fun and interesting time. At Center for Arizona Policy, we've been talking about the beauty in school choice. And we've been talking about with different moms about why they chose um, public district schools or charter schools or home schools or private schools. And today, though, we're going to take a little bit of a different tact, and we're going to talk to some graduates of those school options. And at Center for Arizona Policy, we've been especially blessed to have some team members who have been graduates of home schools or private Christian schools or public schools, and as well as their college choices. So I always want to hear, okay, it's great to hear from the moms, but let's hear what their children really thought, and these are not the children of the moms that we talked to. Um, they, uh, all three of these young women are on our team. They are professional women. They are in. They have graduated from college. They're in um, full-time jobs and doing an incredible job for Center for Arizona Policy. I should start off with. So let me start off with. Um, why don't you just each introduce yourselves and just say um, kind of like what your schooling choices were, and then we'll go from there. Chelsea? Sure. Um, so my name is Chelsea Ogilvie, and I went to a private school, a private Christian school from K through 12th grade, um, and then I ended up going to a Christian school for college. I'm Brianna Johnson. Um, I went to a public school all through my whole life and in public university as well. I'm Christine Snavely. I was homeschooled from K through 12th grade and went to a Christian university. And just so you know, because I know inquiring minds want to know, Christine is our legislative coordinator, and she coordinates um, so much um, as when we're in legislative session as far as you know hearings and calendars and bills and everything. And then she's also been our lead on our voter guide project um, for the summer. So quite um, her plate's been very full. Brianna is technically our events coordinator, but she's also <laughs> on the day. <laughs> yes, yes, but she's also our videographer, and so she um, has been. You know, we have video capabilities at CAP that we've never had before. And then Chelsea, I would say, runs our advancement team and helps keep um, all the details. Our advancement coordinator helps keep all the details going on the advancement team. And advancement is basically all the external affairs. So it's, it's part of these videos, the podcasts we're doing. It's everything with communications, with development. So they all are, are very busy um, in what they're doing at Center for Arizona Policy. So Brianna, tell me, um, public school, um, what, um, what, what was the good, what did you like about being in a public school, and especially in high school? I think for me, being in a public school was, was fun because I did have a lot of extracurricular opportunities. Um, I went to a really large public school. My graduating class was almost 800 kids. Um, and so it's easy to think that you get lost in that. Um, but for me, I enjoyed, you know, the, the dance team was really great. I did cheer and I was able to do um, just a wide variety of different things in, in they're more competitive. Um, and it was just, it was fun. So question, um, were you, um, would you have considered yourself a Christian when you were in the high school? Um, in my later high, school's, uh, my later high school years, I would. Um, in the beginning, not so much. And that's just part of my own spiritual journey with my, my, my whole family kind of became Christians at the same time. Um, but it was, a, it was definitely a challenge being a Christian in a public school. And um, it's not so highly looked upon um, to want to start a Bible study or, or want to, um, to live out your faith truly. Um, you know, secularism is definitely real in the public school and I, you know, it's a trade-off. Um, but yes and no. But you, you were able to, I'll, you all know I don't like that word flourish all the time, but you were able to, to flourish and, and really and enjoy the time without um, having your beliefs destroyed like some might think when they think, oh, the public school, you're not going to survive it and, and you're going to be lost forever. That, that oh, certainly yeah. was not your experience. No, absolutely. I mean, I think that 
it's not like a direct support, but there's plenty of options for after school things um, to live out your faith. Uh, I was got involved in my church. Um, and you could just get involved in, in different things rather than directly with your school. Um, so Chelsea, private Christian school, mm-hmm. um, what was good about it? Were you, are you glad you went to, to Christian school? I mean, you went really K through college. So. I did, yeah. yeah, it's really been all I've known. Um, for me, it was great. I loved the small class sizes. I loved knowing my teachers on a one-on-one basis. Um, it was great because I didn't have to fight through the crowds to um, you know, make friends. And I know for some people like Brianna, that is probably easier for uh, than for others. For me, that would have been really tough for me. I would have gotten lost for sure. So I loved it. I loved having Christ at the center of everything that I did and everything that I learned, and it really helped me get to where I am today. So when um, Brianna mentioned extracurricular activities and mm-hmm. doing cheer and dance, um, were there extracurricular activities at your school that you wanted to participate in and that you did? or? So yes, there were lots of opportunities. I think that that's something that parents and students think that there's not going to be a lot of opportunities, but my elementary and high school and college were very competitive in sports. I personally did not choose to do sports because the academics was so rigorous that I did not have the time to do both. Um, so that is something that if I could go back, I would love to, I would have loved to be involved in that, but my academics just came first and I couldn't balance both of them. Yeah, that's, and I think sometimes we try to do too much. I'm yes. Just, no question <laughs> about that. Um, so Christine, um, homeschool, mm-hmm. um, what did you enjoy and what, what were the positives about being homeschooled? Well, first of all, um, being homeschooled for me and for my family, it was a calling rather than um, something that was totally a choice. My parents felt called to homeschool my siblings and myself. They prayed about it each year for each sibling. and um, So I was really fortunate in that. Um, I do think it was the best choice for me and my family. Um, but I loved um, that I got to spend time with my mom. I loved getting to sit on the couch or getting to sit around the kitchen table um, and learn from her and and that time was really sweet. Um, I also enjoyed that we got to pick out curriculum that reinforced uh, our core values or our family Um, and and it was really character building um, time. I did enjoy also, um, you guys talked about extracurricular activities. Um, We were really flexible in our schedules. that we got to do dance and sports and um, got to participate with our local public high school and um, do music and things like that. So Christine, one of the things that people say about homeschoolers at Mm -hmm. times is that, oh, they're not going to be socially well-adjusted, that, you know, they're isolated, that they don't really get that good of an education. I mean, all those kind of knocks on homeschooling. You obviously are well-adjusted. You are um, not this, you know, weirdo that some people, I mean, (laughs) don't can't include that in there, but but, uh, let me say say that. But Christine, you obviously, you obviously, um, homeschooling was successful for you, that you enjoyed it, that it was a positive. And so when people say that, oh, you're uh, homeschool children can be antisocial, they don't know how to interact with society, you know, how do they make friends, that kind of thing. Obviously, you're um, the opposite of any of the things that people might say negative about homeschooling, that you're um, successful, you're poised, you're, um, you know, you've been through college, all that. So just respond to that, and, and like, how did you make friends, and, and how did, you mentioned extracurricular activities, but what, did, what about friendships? Sure. Um, so certainly, I think there can be those instances of being a little bit more sheltered, but I think as a family, you really have to seek out those opportunities, either through church or through co-ops or through the public school system. Um, 
really presenting those opportunities to the kids and saying, what would you like to be involved in, and, and supplementing a lot of that. Um, so I found a lot of my close friends through church um, and through um, the homeschool groups that we were part of um, throughout my education. Um, so some of those kids were homeschooled, like I was, and some of them went to Christian schools or public schools, and we just found commonalities um, through other things. So you've all shared what you liked about your um, the school that you um, were educated in. Um, any um, thing that you would say that you wish might have been different, or that how you know for the you know a parent or a student that might be listening to this that maybe something to watch out for, or something that you know, if you could change, you would have changed it. I think for me, um, the stigma that there's kind of a Christian bubble, I would say, is very accurate. Um, I know that I definitely lived in that little Christian bubble where everything was good, everyone's families were good, um, and before going to the Christian University, I did attend a community college for two years, and it was a culture shock, for sure. I was not prepared for it, and I'm really thankful that I did have that time of kind of seeing the real world before I graduated um, from a university. So. I don't know how you would combat that necessarily. Maybe if I had done club sports, maybe if I had um, had some friends at church who did not go to Christian schools. Um, I'm not sure, but that, that's a very real, real stigma. I think I think that also depends on the Christian school. Because I think some Christian schools you can, and I think this applies for K-12 as well as college. You can go through and be very um, very much in the Christian bubble and maintaining your faith and others it's going to be plenty worldly it just you know that they're certainly that, um, that the Christian schools mm -hmm. certainly are not um, some of them are not as oh insular I guess you know mm -hmm. as, as others are um, Brianna or Christine anything on that sure I think for me the academic rigor um, not lacked because I still took AP classes they still had plenty of opportunities in the public school to challenge us um, but I would say that when I went to college, um, I was I didn't feel fully prepared academically um, with the different uh, classes that I had taken before, especially in math and science. And I think that that had kind of lacked because it was more of a choice in the public school, which you know, with which math you got to take or, or which science classes that you took. Um, so I kind of wish that I had been pushed more academically, and that might be you know a home choice of I, I could have taken more AP classes, I could have taken those honor classes. Um, but it was an option, and so I think that was definitely a trade-off for me. Mm -hmm. Christine, anything? Uh, yeah, um, certainly a benefit was that I got to spend so much time with my mom and my brothers, uh, but also you can imagine uh, <laughs> kids tend to butt heads a lot with their parents or their siblings, so um, a little bit of that, but I think also, um, and that's, that's with anything, but um, on a more serious note, I think there is a tendency to be um, a bit prideful um, that because you're homeschooling, you maybe are better than other kids in the public school system or whatever. Um, not <laughs> even today, not that I felt that way, but I thought I did see that in some of my friends, which, um, you know, there's just comparison, and I don't think that, that is a very attractive feature in, 
in someone. Um, well, and I think that happens within the church world quite a bit. Yeah. And I think that there's um, that that's one reason why at Center for Arizona Policy, we don't make a value statement on how a parent should educate their children. That, that that's between the parent and God to decide how they should educate their children. And as, as Christine, as you said earlier, to pray about it each year on whether that that's the right choice and is it continue to be that choice and all of that. And I think that um, yeah, that, that we were too critical of one another instead of supporting one another. Okay, so you all went to th you all three went to college. You all mm -hmm. have your college degrees. So um, Chelsea, you got your degree in elementary education. Okay, and obviously you're not being a teacher. I am not. No, <laughs> not at the moment. <laughs> so, um, but you, um, but just uh, anything about your college experience because you were at a Christian college, mm -hmm. and it, your your Christian college you would say would be um, very um, Christian. It would not have been a mixed bag as far as a Christian school. Right. Yes. I mean, and so the. The reason I went to a Christian college really was because I thrived and I loved my Christian education up until then and I wanted to continue it. So I'm so thankful for those fundamental elementary and high school years that led me to go to um, a Christian college because I think when I was in elementary and high school, I had heard the gospel so many times. I mean, from the time I was five to 18. And so I think I had gotten a little numb to it. And going to college um, at a Christian university was a very different experience um, in a great, in a great, great way. Um, it challenged me in different ways. And I think that that is really when I started to pursue my faith. Um, it wasn't my parents' faith anymore, it was mine. And so I, wouldn't have changed that for the world. Mm -hmm. So now, Brianna, we'll hear that if you don't reach the college student when they when they arrive at the secular university within the first 72 hours with some kind of Christian outreach, you lose them, or the potential of that. So you were at um, one of the Arizona universities that's not faith-based, so what was your experience like? Um, my entire experience was really great. Um, definitely going to a public university, there's a stigma of that and, you know, trying to reach people with their faith. And I will say it's a very significant time. Um, but they had a lot of different groups that you got plugged into um, to be able to explore your faith, to see options that were really easy to connect with. And I think for me personally, um, I ended up starting a Bible study in my sorority and it grew exponentially. And, it, and now the entire Greek life has different Bible studies in the different chapters. And um, it just was a good opportunity to be able to grow in my faith personally because it wasn't like the teachers and professors were um, also faith-based. And so instead, almost being that pioneer disciple and choosing to um, guide and help people learn about Christ was the best thing I could have possibly done for my own faith. Oh, that's that's amazing. That's really sweet. And your degree was in what? Finance and business administration. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've learned events. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You'll do a little bit of the other stuff yeah. too. But um, Christine, you were at a private Christian college mm -hmm. for the whole four years. For the whole four years. And your degree. Remind me what your degree was in. Sociology. Yeah. yeah. And so you're doing public policy work. Um, so, <laughs> naturally, right? So, what, well, I think, I mean, I changed my major four times, but yeah, I think mm -hmm. that, that's a pretty common story. But what, so what about your college that you thought that you enjoyed and was, was good? Well, I enjoyed personally um, that it, it was a Christian school, um, but you, didn't, you don't have to be a Christian to go there. Um, so, I loved that there was diversity on the campus. Um, and that I got to, as Brianna was saying, really um, seek out opportunities to be in Bible studies, to lead Bible studies, um, and to uh, 
uh, minister to the students around me. I was, when I was looking for a college, I, I grew up in Michigan and decided to come out to Arizona for school and really um, felt led to be there um, to, to personally pour into other students that I didn't want to wait until after school to um, be in ministry, but that I was in ministry going to school as well. And you were very active in a, in a campus-based ministry. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just, it's so interesting and fun to hear your stories because it shows so much how school choice works and that you all three had different um, educational experiences. You're all walking with the Lord. You're all in full-time jobs um, and thriving. Um, and so that, that's really um, exciting. Any final words for the parent or the student out there as far as that's struggling with, with what they do with educating their children? Anybody have any, any final words from any of you? Um, I would say definitely be in prayer. Um, that that was the biggest thing that I, I am thankful for, um, that my parents were in prayer and they encouraged me to seek the Lord as well. Um, for the personality type of your student, for spiritually where they're at, where their heart is at, and academically, um, because it's a holistic, it needs to be a holistic approach. I would say no one knows your child better than you, and that you need to go with your gut instinct, and um, and don't let people tell you that you're wrong, or that you, you should be going to public schools, or you should be in a Christian private school, or you should be homeschooling, and there's so much shame in that, but you really need to, to trust yourself as a parent and, and be empowered, and Arizona is such a great state to be able to choose that as a, as a parent and have that right. And I think a common theme, what I'm hearing in all of us saying is that no matter what you choose, homeschool, private school, or private or um, public, it is what you make of it. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, in a public absolutely. school, there's going to be those solid groups that if you pursue them, then you'll get involved. At um, a private school, I mean, there were the not great groups that I had to make the choice to be a part of or not. And so, and same um, with Christine, your college education. Um, and so I think it really is what you make of it. It's what your home life is, um, what you emphasize your core values are at home, um, and then what the student does with their choices at school. Well, that's right. When you think it, when you talk about the beauty of school choice, it does force a parent um, to pray, to consider their student, where when you only have one choice, then there's no choice. And so you're not able to tailor your child's education. And so it really puts the responsibility on the parent as far as what is going to be best for, for their children. And that, that is really one of, the, one of the most beautiful things about school choice in Arizona. So, well, thank you all so much. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.